0: When you see the son, you see the father.
1: Yes,
0: it was just like you, man. <laughs> wow. 1, 2,
2: 3, 4, 5.
0: Good morning, welcome to church. I am Jesse Peterson. You can get involved by going to our chat line on the YouTube there, and Hank will take your questions and comments. So Hank is halfway back, not all the way back yet, but halfway, all right? And uh, good morning, y'all. morning. How's everybody? Good. 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 Amazing. Um, Anybody had a week this week? No, nobody had a life this week. Oh, you had a life. What did you realize about yourself this week?
3: Well, the thing was, it was great, and I'm kind of cheating here, just a little bit, is uh, this actually happened two weeks ago. But I really want to share it because it's still been with me. And uh, when I was walking back to my car right after service, I found a phone on the ground. It was like playing music, and I was like, what's going on here? So I just picked it up, and I walked over here to one of the stores, and I said, hey, has someone come in here and lost a phone and they said no, and I had no idea what to do about it. You know what I mean? I just figured it's a lock phone. You know, okay. Did <clears throat> you say thank you, Jesus? I, 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 I was actually, I, I, I actually prayed instantly, saying, "Lord, help me find this person's phone." And what do you know? Someone calls the phone, like about a minute later. Really? And I pick up, and I'm like, "Hey, man!" And he's just like, "Hey, what's up, Uncle? How you doing?" And I'm like, "No, no, this is not your uncle. I'm just some guy. <laughs> like, I'm, uh, I found this. I found your uncle's phone." He's like, oh, "Okay." And, uh, he's like, well, where are you? And I'm, I'm just right over here. I gave him the you know coordinates and, uh, he's just like, okay, I'm on my way. Give me 10 minutes. And I was like, all right, but I didn't get the guy's name. So I, I didn't know if like, who is he and whatever. I just, I don't want to give this phone to some random person. So I just want to turn off the music that's playing from this phone. And so I was just like, okay, maybe there's a passcode and I open it up. There's no passcode. So I turn it off, I go into the contacts, I go into the favorites, and I just pick the first name. And what do you know? That's another nephew of this gentleman's cell phone. <laughs> and, and, and so he answers saying, hey, what's up, uncle? How you doing? I'm like, hey, it's, it's not your uncle, I promise you. I'm like, hey man, I have your uncle's phone. Uh, someone's on the way here to pick him up, pick up the phone. I didn't get his name. He might be related to you, might be not. And he threw out some names. I'm like, no, I don't know who it is. And he's like, okay. And I said, hey, do you mind if I just stay on the phone? Until this guy comes, and then you could verify that this is actually somebody related to him. Um, and so what ended up happening is as we were just talking, he's like, man, this is really crazy because I just got out of an AA meeting. This is what the gentleman on the other line is saying. And I'm like, well, really? I just got out of church. He's like, no way. And so we start talking, and he starts sharing about his story, and I start sharing about mine. And I'm two seconds away from a- asking him to come to you know, JLP church and uh, what do you know, this other guy shows up, he gets out of the car, he's like, hey, what's up, man, do you have my uncle's phone? He's like, yeah, so I give him the phone. I tell the guy, I'm like, hey, man, do you know this guy? And turns out they were like cousins or something like that. And so what do you know? And uh, it was just super cool, oh, and
4: it amazing. was such a
3: great conversation. And, like, me and this guy became, like, instant friends, like, just talking for five minutes. So nice. it was pretty cool. So I don't know, That's maybe. That's uh, amazing, man. You know, really, really cool. So. Interesting story. Yes, sir. Nice. Amazing.
5: Yes. I noticed that uh, uh, myself, that uh, I've changed some attitudes and some opinions on things, especially opinions on people. And so I learned never to uh, believe anything about what's said about somebody unless I talk to that person or I hear that person myself. Uh, uh, There's a lot of evil out in the world. Um, Then the second part is uh, um, if, if you put out love... And then love will come back. But if you put out evil, if you put out anger and put out hatred, uh, it destroys and kills. Yeah. And um, just a simple thing, just like yeah. um, children. And you know, think, you know, I was playing with some puppies the other day, and it was just a beautiful thing to see something so small and just fun with life. It was and beautiful so- playing with dogs. Puppies. <laughs> Who let the dolls out? Yeah. And so anyways, it's just uh, <laughs> hatred puts out brings back hatred and yeah. brings back war and murder and and so uh it just it's just more evident now I've noticed and so I wanna be on the side that puts love out that uh, because yeah. love brings makes more love and brings peace and all that kind of thing. Nice. So
0: Doug, what's the difference between an intellect, intellectual mind and an intelligent mind?
2: Um, the intellectual mind thinks it's intelligent. It thinks that it is smarter than, it knows all the answers, it thinks it, it's got the answer to everything, and the intelligent mind understands that it doesn't know anything.
0: Okay. What do you say to that? What's the difference between an intellectual mind and an intelligent mind?
6: Um, I would have to agree with what he said. What do you say? Uh, that the basically the uh, intellect believes in the information, but the intelligent mind knows to dismiss the information. Amazing.
0: Um, right here, she want to respond to that. What's the difference between an intellectual mind and an intelligent mind.
7: I uh, was never good at quizzes. Um, <laughs> the quiz. to me the it's intellectual mind. Right. Wait, hold on. I know. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a quiz. To me, the intel. You said the intelligence and intellectual. The intellectual the in- mind.
0: In- intellectual mind and intelligent mind.
7: Okay, the intellectual mind to me, n- uh, they know they're book smart. The intelligent mind. And, and maybe can't put a bag in the trash can because they're book smart. I mean, they just – they. but the simple things is, is difficult for them. The intelligent mind knows more than the intellectual mind. That's just my opinion.
0: Okay. Nick, you may want to
3: I feel like the intellectual mind is a mind that always wants to overanalyze can't exactly execute, always wants an explanation, and can get lost in its own thoughts, while an intelligent mind uh, has a little bit more of, what you could say, instinct, and doesn't necessarily need to rely on all information, not in the sense that it's going to make a decision, uh, you know, unintelligently, like based off of basically nothing, but I think an intelligent mind is going to also rely on experience, or an intellectual mind wouldn't.
0: Okay one last one if you'll later want to respond what's the difference between an intellectual mind and an intelligent mind
8: to me it feels like the intellectual mind is always kind of seeking out seeking more wanting to learn more there's like no stillness in an intellectual mind and an intelligent mind kind of just there is some stillness there and there's more of just a knowing of things
0: okay amazing one last one, then I got to move on. Raymond, did I see your hand? Yes. An
9: yeah.
0: uh, intellectual mind and an intelligent mind.
10: An intellectual mind believes it knows everything. An intelligent mind knows it, no, know, realize it knows absolutely nothing.
0: Amazing. And so you're all right, but I want to just add to it. What I notice is that an intellectual mind thinks it knows as you said, it, it think it knows right from wrong, and it holds on to everything but the truth. Whereas an uh, um, intelligent mindset rejects all, so it doesn't accept or reject anything. An intelligent mind does not accept or rejects anything. And what made me realize that is that we live in a very nasty cruel evil world today. Like I never seen before. I just never seen it be this way. And I know why it has gotten to this point, but it's interesting to be living amongst this at this time. Um Jesus I remember one I read, I think I read, uh someone called Jesus good and Jesus said, Why do you call me good? No man is good. You remember reading that? That is in the Bible, right? Yeah, I thought I read that. He said, why do you call me good? No man is good. So now for all the Bible thumpers who think that Jesus is God, uh (laughs) uh-huh. Because if he was God and they called him good, he would say right on. And he was giving up a bump fence, right? But he said, no man is good. God is good. Only God is good. And so he is so right about that. Human being hearts are wicked, pure evil. But what's so interesting about it, it looked like love. It sounds like love. and feels like love because of that emotional stuff. But it's not love. It's hate. It is pure hate. I was uh, going into the supermarket the other day, and I mentioned this on the radio show, and there was a man and a woman arguing out there. They looked like bombs, you know, like street people. But they were arguing And they would call each other names, slut and whore and drug addict. And they were going back and forth calling each other names. And each one of them felt better than the other. Like their stuff wasn't as bad as the other stuff, right? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm standing there looking at that, I'm thinking, that's amazing. (laughs) They both got bad things going on, what you call bad things, and yet they're judging each other. And they knew about each other's stuff because they were calling each other names. And it was amazing to see it. But if you look at whole society, it's like that today. It's really like that. The human heart is wicked today. And nobody loved nobody. That's why we must be born again. The heart must change in order for us to love one another in the right way. Otherwise, it's just going to get worse. And I don't see where things are going to um, get in a better soon. When I was growing up, and even in my 20s and early 30s, I used to think that only kids were, were mean to one another. You know how kids fight, right? At school, they, they are mean to each other. They call it bullying now. And I used to think that only kids were like that. I thought adults were different because I didn't know adults. I ran into some mean adults along the way of life, but I didn't know adults can be as mean as they are. They are like, well, they're worse than the children on the playground. They are mean to, it. in relationships, marriages, husband and wife is a mess. <laughs> it's a real mess. And I often wonder, why do you people get married? And, and you ask them, why did you get married? And they say, well, I thought that was the thing to do. <laughs> How do you get married? Because you think that's the thing to do. You know what I'm saying? I thought you are supposed to grow up, become a good person, get married, start a family. And I realized they've been brainwashed to believe that. The world has given us the wrong moral standards. And we're trying to live up to that standard, and it ain't going to work, because it's the wrong one. It's the world's idea of what morality is, and it comes from the devil. It doesn't come from God. We don't know God's standard until we are born of the heart, and then start to ego die, and you start to see his standards. And it's nothing like what you can imagine. You can't even imagine what it is. Your ideas about it is all wrong. Really, you have any idea you have about God is wrong. Any idea I had or have or had about God is wrong. That's why nobody, ain't nobody happy. Have you noticed that? People turn on each other just like that. You get them mad, it's over. It's just over. They argue with one another. The people that were arguing in the market there or on the lot there at the the market, they are, are no different than the married couple or the rich couple that live in Beverly Hills or wherever they live or the famous couple or the Christian couple. They're all the same. There's no difference. That's why families don't get along. And everybody hurts somebody. There's nobody on earth Unless they've been truly born again, that doesn't hurt somebody. Have y'all ever hurt anyone? Yeah. Have you ever argued with anyone? Well, you hurt them. Isn't that amazing? But you call it oh, they did that to me. I'm doing it to them. You call it protecting yourself when you're really hurting yourself and them. But this world is nasty today. It's really, really nasty. There's no love. Everything is so fake. I counsel. One of the reasons I realize this each day is that I counsel a lot now. And in the counseling, it's hard to believe what couples do to each other and what family members are doing to each other and what friends are doing to each other. And they call it love. Everybody's trying to get something from someone. You can't get what you're looking for from a human being. It's not in the human being. It's in you. Really, it's only come from God. Everybody have fear and jealousy and doubt, envy and strife, and they're praising the Lord. Praise the Lord. And God ain't got nothing to do with it. It's a real, real mess. Isn't that amazing? From now on, do what you want. I'm just warning you. And this is all around the world. It's not just black or white or male or female or rich or poor or skinny or fat. Or it's human nature is evil, right? I don't know where this... We, y'all been taught wrong. I have too, from the world. Don't listen to the world. You got to overcome the world. Otherwise, you're not going to make it. You're not going to make it because the world gets nastier. And they are teaching that. They are teaching you to be angry and you believe anger is good and that somehow or you need anger to protect you. You're protected with perfect love, not with anger. You're not protected with anger. You're the enemy if you have anger. From now on, never, ever, 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 ever tell anyone your personal business, your vices. They, I don't care if it's daddy or mama or brother or sister. There's nothing they can do about it but they will turn on you. I have people call in my office panic because they told someone something about themselves. That person got mad and, and spread it. And then the people they spirited to, spirited to someone else. I'm like, why did you tell them? I thought I was supposed to. I needed someone to talk to. No. In the good old days, they taught you not to do it. Don't put your business in the streets. Remember the good old days? They used to say that. But now y'all been taught to do that, and you do it, and can't nobody help you. Only God can help you, and you got to be all in to get that help. You got to completely let go. You have to, you have to let yourself be embarrassed. You have to let yourself be made a fool of. You have to let that happen. And you know why you need to let that happen? See so what? Kill the, ego. Kill the ego. That that you are protecting is not you. The shame you feel, the embarrassment, the anger, the want to run and hide, that's not you. You're protecting the devil, thinking that it's you. God said that in order to live, you got to die. You're not going to live until you die. And that means you've got to let not you completely die. And the way you let it die is by allowing the world to attack you and wish them well. Then you let it die. But as long as you protect that ego, you ain't going to make it. And once your heart is changed from anger to love, which is hatred, then you have the power to overcome the ego. Other than that, if you have not have love of the heart, you can't overcome the ego. It's a spiritual battle. It's a warfare, a warfare between God. Well, God ain't really fighting with Satan because He has the authority over the devil, right? But He will kill the devil spirit in your imagination, and and in, and in, uh, in the pain of the body, and He will give you a clear mind. And it's gonna be so interesting because all of a sudden. You see see things where you watch movies. You see things where you're on the streets. I never would have paid attention to those two bombs arguing and fighting with one another. But for some reason, they got my attention, and I realized that's what everybody do. Everybody arguing. Why do you think relationships and marriages and and job shifts and things don't work anymore? If somebody can give you a hard time at work, let them give you a hard time and watch how you're feeling about it. Do you feel mad? Do you feel embarrassed? Do you feel anger? And be glad to see that they're doing you a favor. Because they'll cause you to see something that you didn't want to see or didn't know was there before and let it happen. Stop protecting the devil. Stop worshiping the devil and call him God. You're worship the devil and don't know. Isn't that amazing? I have people literally panicking <laughs> because their egos have been. Exposed to them, really. And they feel the pain of it, and they feel like their world is falling apart. So I asked men, Why did you marry this woman? Especially when I have both, counsel with both, right? Well, I thought it was supposed, what was I, it was what I was supposed to do. And I asked the lady, Why did you marry? Because I was looking for love. <laughs> You're looking for love. That ain't love. And because when they get married, they don't get the love that they're looking for. Now they fight one another. They try to make each other love. You gonna love me? I ain't going nowhere. I'm staying. And you gonna love me. And they end up nearly killing each other. And then when they break up, because finally they do, they want to still kill one another. Take the house, take the clothes, take the dog, take the cat, take the children. And they call that love. And the government is no better. Everything you're going through and t- doing to each other, the government is doing it too because they had the same demon in them. That's why we have war. They're trying to kill one another to feel good about being wrong, to feel like they're right. We need love in the world. You got to stop running and start facing it. Facing in you, the kingdom of heaven is inside of you. It's above too, but it's inside of us. <clears throat> And you can truly, truly, truly live a life right here on earth, but you got to come out of the world. You got to stop feeling like you need to be at every party and every dinner and every luncheon. You need to be at every everything people are doing. Those people are looking for happiness. They really are, but they don't find it. It's inside of us, but you got to die from the world. The ego must die. And it is the hardest thing to do only because you think that you are your ego. When you're going through that pain and Satan's screaming at you, because the more you realize you need to die, meaning that the spirit, the, the devil, the louder the devil going to scream at you. He doesn't want to lose you. He wants to get you ticked. He wants you yelling. He wants you running from it instead of facing it. He doesn't want you to see it. But if you want to live, it got to die. It's crazy. And this is coming from all sides. It's not just coming from the non-Christian. It's coming from the Christians, the Jews, and everybody. Every human being treated each other that way until they are of love. And when you are truly of love, you will not hurt one another. It will be impossible. It would be impossible, any questions about that any dis- yes ma'am um,
7: it's just that it's funny that you say um a couples marry because they you know they thought they had to yeah. not too long ago, my grandson asked me uh what was when I was his age what i what I wanted to be when I grew up and uh i answer i thought about it cuz i didn't have that answer you'd think you would have it right away and he and i said i don't know i all i could think of was i wanted to be a mom and i and he said that's all you wanted to be <laughs> <laughs> and i said yeah well you do not want to be any particular thing no because i knew that's what, you know that's what i was raised around yeah and a mom has kids kids go to school and didn't have any, as, you know, inspiration to be anything but that, get married and have kids. Amazing. And, and you got and married? And to this day, I got married. But I, my husband's passed. But uh, to this day, I couldn't tell you why. I, I mean, I can't even tell you why we broke up. There is not even, I mean, because back when I was married, if they said something wrong, you kicked them out, you moved on. You know, kind of thing, and it was. Uh, it's unfortunate because I couldn't tell you why.
0: Why that, you got broke why up? Why you got divorced? Amazing, huh?
7: Yeah, just um, it is amazing. Yeah, sad.
0: <laughs> I didn't know it was this bad.
7: Yeah, it was. It was
0: married couples.
7: And then I did the whole kid hate your dad thing. You know. Yeah. And uh, just everything you say to the, I mean, down to the wire, it, it happened. It's almost like a cycle. Mom gets the kids against the dad. Dad, you know, doesn't come around. Kids yep. don't know the dad. You know, and unfortunately, at the point that they did want to know, he would passed on. But the, everything the way you said is like to the book. <laughs>
0: Amazing. I saw this movie where um, this couple broke up and the father died the mother ended up in the old folks home with cancer. And so it was, they had one son. And the son became a stalker, and he would kill women. And, uh, and so what he did, he got a job with the, um, with the uh, phone company, what, uh, alarm company. I guess they have these cameras now where you can see in the people's homes from wherever they are. Don't they have no kind of cameras? Mm-hmm. You had to be crazy then. <laughs> <laughs> Who would give somebody permission to sit up in some else <clears throat> and look at you move about in your home? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. But when you have anger, you do crazy things. You really, really do because you're living in the intellectual mind instead of the intelligent mind. And so this guy got gotten a job at the camera company, and he was seen inside of these people's homes. Wow. And so he was able to kill two to three women because he knew everything in their home. He knew how to turn the alarm off, he knew when they were in their home, and he hated women. And so he met this one woman, because he moved to a different state, and he was uh, work with the camera company, and he noticed her in her home. So he went to the hot, this old people home and told his mother, Mama, I met another woman. And, and then and she's a really nice lady. I really like her. And she said, Oh, poor woman. still away from her. Because she knew he was going to kill her. Oh <laughs> wow. And then she was blaming the father for it. She said, I should have left your father a long time ago. Your father did this to you, made you that way. And when she was saying it, he got mad at her. He said, "Shut up!" Call her name. <laughs> and she and he was like,
1: "Shut up!"
0: He said, "No, what is she, he left you your mouth?" Oh. And she like, "Why you hate me so much?" And then he like, oh, "I'll hate you." <laughs> but he hated her, right? He hated his mother. And he hated the mother because the mother had turned him away from the father and pretended to be the good one, which he really was the one that was the bad one, too. And he hated her for that. And as a result, he went out killing women. Isn't that amazing? But don't let these people hook up the, the uh, alarm in your home. Don't, doesn't common sense say, no, I don't want anyone watching me in the house? Because people are angry. They are crazy. That makes sense? Y'all know anybody that done that? not do that. You know somebody like that? Outside. That, no, having it in the home. Yes, sir.
3: Uh, yeah, there's actually an ADT employee who uh, was spying on uh, a ton of women that when he was setting up the alarms, and you could totally look this up, um, he would add his email to the alarm so he could view everything remotely as well when these people are thinking that, oh, it's only me, it's only me. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he ended up, you know, obviously getting fired, getting charged, and the whole
0: show. Allegedly, it just... or did it happened?
3: No, it happened.
0: Um, if you let somebody put cameras in your home and they can look at you, you deserve to be looked spied on. <laughs> really? Because you were asking for it. You were saying, I'm a freak. Put the cameras in my house so you can watch me. That's what you were saying. That does not even make sense, though. Something, you know, like even in my politics, something didn't make sense. <laughs> something, but nowadays all the raw stuff makes sense to the wrong people, to angry people, to the angry people. The cell phones have the cameras on both sides. What? Uh, cell phones
11: have cameras on both sides of them. What does that mean? Well, there's a camera that faces your face, and then there's a camera that faces away from you so they can see both sides of you. Because mm-hmm. I don't carry a cell phone, and I, I put a piece of tape over the camera.
0: What a mess. So, I mean, if it... When I become president, <laughs> I'm getting rid of all this mess. I'm going to bring back the plantation, the mule, and the landline. There you go. <laughs> there you go. And the landline. Landline would be but, nice. Um, do you understand that you got to return to love? You got to die before you can live. Anybody going through that, that right now? You're dealing with the ego death. You're dealing with it? it. What is it like for you?
10: It's like seeing everything you've done wrong. Every uh, what kind of a person you truly are. Yep. Yes. And, time, and and the time will come, and uh, somehow, it, w- it wouldn't really matter at
0: all. Yeah, absolutely. Ain't nobody no good. In the depths of you, you're pure evil to the core, and you can't face it. Because you want to think of yourself as being good. Jesus said, no man is good. Don't call me good. I'm not good. No man is good. But in that fallen state, you want to call yourself good. And that's why you never want that ego to be exposed. Because you think you're good and you're not. Trust no human being with anger. Not one. That's your enemy. That's your enemy outside. And that's your enemy on the inside of you. Anger is pure evil. And the ego is evil to the core. And I understand now. And I don't even understand the whole of it yet. But I'm understanding why we must die in order to live. You're not going to make it in this world. There's not one person you can trust. And But when you overcome the ego thing, you don't need to trust anyone. You only need to trust somebody if you're in a fallen state. And so the ego makes you think you need to trust someone. But if you let that not you die, then you don't worry about trusting or not trusting. You don't worry about it. I'm looking at the the news and the media. Grown people go out of their way to hurt other people. Like, why? Because they're insecure. They want fame. They want attention. They want money. And, And grown adult men and women Supposed to be intelligent, right? They have degrees. And they are trying to hurt each other in the media. I'm not promoting anyone, but there's a candidate that's running for office out of Georgia, and they are attacking him like about, it's not even their business, and they're all over him. And they get a joy from attacking. A joy. It's time to wake up and become the light of the world and the salt of the earth. It really is. So, any questions about that? you got to look at that. I'm telling you about the ego thing as a witness to it, not what somebody told me. You must be willing to look the ego dead in the eye and, and take it and face it. And all these different emotions that you're going to go through, loneliness, doubt, worry, fear, anger, you're going to go through all that Because it's not you, but it feels like it's you. And and it's going to tell you, turn on the TV. Turn on the radio. Call up Salome. Do some, Go to a party. It doesn't want you to sit still and see it. And see it. I read that you got, in order to become a man or woman of faith, you got to face the enemy outside of you and the many and and various thoughts that you have. you got to face them if you want to have true faith. And that's so true it's not even funny. When your thoughts tell you that, and I've had many people tell me this, you're no good. You don't have as much as somebody else have. It's not true. When you overcome the ego, you can live with a dime and be totally happy. Somebody can have a million dollars, you can have ten dollars and have total peace. But the thoughts are lying to you about everything. So let people irritate you. Let them think what they want to think. Let them, because they can, and wish them well, they have the same problem that you're trying to overcome. Alright? It is really a spiritual battle. When I say that all thoughts are all lies all the time, as Raymond was saying, it's in us. And it run deeper than what you think. And you won't know it until you're all in. All in means totally give up. Give up trying, trying to fish your life, trying to make your life work. And to add on what you said, when you're growing up, one of the worst things that parents do to children is to prepare them to be something. Don't do that to your children. Don't prepare your children to be anything, but teach them by example to work, to be responsible, practice things so they can take care of themselves, and let God's will be done through them. As they get older, he will guide them. He will cause them to be what he wants them to be or do what he wants them to do. <laughs> but when you teach them, you got to go to college, you got to get a degree, you got to get this, you, gotta, you, you send them up for failure because now they're trying to live up to what you want them to be, and they can never do it, just like you can never do it. Just be a good example for your children. My, my grandparents and parents, they never told us to go to college. But I remember when I first moved to L.A., and I saw all these people going to college, I used to wonder, why didn't my parents tell me to go to college, right? But they thank God they didn't. They taught me to work and be responsible, pay my bills, you know, don't be begging and stealing and doing all that stuff. But they never taught me I had to go to school and get an education. That's why we were even in high school or something. They didn't push that stuff on you. They didn't send you to school, but they went into, oh, what kind of grade you got today? I don't even think they ever asked me about a grade.
11: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I never had to hide my report card because they never asked to see it. <laughs> But they did teach us the work though. They taught the practical things. And that's why that's the way the kids should grow up. That way they have a clear mind and God will guide them. He'll use them whatever they put on earth to be to do. Anyway, did I see your hair? Yeah. Did I, I mean see a, your hair too? Okay. Yes.
7: I'm in an office where there's a lot of uh tension, a lot of um <laughs> I don't know. I was out for uh, nine months on a disability, and I came back, and there's still all this tension and anger. And it's, a, it's an office where basically they, you know, the fact that I wasn't there, nobody took over my job. So, of course, you're going to have angry customers. And so I told them when I came back that I'm not going to, sh- you know, that I'm coming back a different person. You may not know me. This is what I'm about. And it didn't include anger. And I said, I will not project anger. I will not scream at customers on the phone or let them scream at me. It's just not going to happen. Well, they do. And everybody gets sucked into it. And then when it comes to me, I just listen. And then I tell them, I'm, you know, I hear you're um, upset. I'll try to get you an answer, but I don't know what I can tell you because... There's obviously been some problems. You know, it's just the I try to de-escalate the anger, but the anger's all around me um, in the office. And so I find myself taking a lot of walks, <laughs> almost too many, um, because I have to get away from these. They're just, yeah, they're talking about the customer after they put them on hold, while they have them on hold, or while they're yeah. on the phone. They're, you yeah. know, and it's just, gosh, I don't... It's all around so much that I, I, it's driving me crazy.
0: And so your question is what?
7: My question is, how do I deal with something like that? Um,
0: Beautiful question. Okay. Go through it. Let it happen. Okay. You will be glad that you're going through that because it will allow you to see what's in you. And when you see that, you will overcome it. If you just see it, mm. you will overcome it. So don't run. Don't take walks. Okay. You, you allow yourself to go through that because apparently you're being affected some kind of way that you got to take a walk.
7: Yeah, you I have could to feel like you right. have
0: to be willing to be in the storm and not take a walk. You okay. have to go through the storm. Ah,
7: okay. And then,
0: and, and don't be telling these people, uh, "I'm going to be a different person. <laughs> I'm going to do this." You just be it. Don't tell them that. Oh, yeah,
7: okay. Because I was the one of the. You know, I was...
0: <laughs> but they'll see the change in you, and then there are few amongst the thousand that want to change. They'll ask you, you know what? Well you love you were, like, all mean and yelling, right. too.
12: Mm-hmm. I
0: noticed that you're not. You're patient now. You, What happened? How did you change it? Then you can point them, tell them how, point them back to the Father. Gotcha. But never tell the world what you are on the inside.
7: Okay. You
0: be the world. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You be in it, but don't tell them. Don't tell them. They're working for the devil yeah Christ was the light of the world he so he didn't have to brag about all that he didn't have to say what he was going to do or not going to do because you're send- the devil's sending you up. that's the uh, devil that's telling you, oh tell him, tell him you oh, know okay. now you're walking on water, yeah, you're this and that right <laughs> he's sending you up to make you have to go take walks, ah,
7: uh, because okay.
0: now you're thinking you're better, you think you got it, you think this. And when the child is calm, you're not ready to face it. Mm. You have to let things happen. Okay. And, and, and they'll see the light in the midst of the darkness. Because there is always one or two who are seeking, to, trying to find their way out too. But they have not seen the light in anyone else.
7: And they throw, they'll throw me a hardball, boy. Yes. I mean, really strong. And night. the people that were quiet and nice... They're not, <laughs> you right. know, I see them differently and they probably see me differently. But still, I see the turmoil and it just gets, you know, if I don't react, then it gets stronger. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh. And be
0: glad for that because if you don't react to the it, evil it getting stronger, then you are made strong within by God. So you'll be, that's why, that's why the ego must die because we got to live in the world. We got to go to work. We got to.
7: Right, you're but not, I have you're... my boss telling me when he has a major problem uh, with a big um, company he works with, I want you to take care of this. I want you to go to the top of the top and tell them it's not acceptable and let them know who you are. Yeah. And before I would fight for what I believed, and now um, it's not that I don't fight for it. I'll fight if it makes sense. I not not fight, but I will state my point. I usually do it in an email and, you know, bullet point things but i won't sit on the phone and and just go up a ladder and and scream my way up there like i used to right. and he and to my boss he, why didn't you and i'm just i am but in a different way yeah and it's sometimes it's not okay with him he wants to hear me screaming and it's not okay with me it's it's a, a, like I'm between a rock and a hard spot there.
0: But you're not if you don't have any ideas or any plan. Just, again, don't brag about, don't talk about who you are or who you're not, right? Just be it. And then when your boss says, hey, go and talk to the top dog, be glad for the opportunity, but see how you're feeling about having to go and face the top dog. Do you feel afraid? Do you feel excited? Mm -hmm. Do you feel this? Just watch it and be glad to be going into it so you could, the ego can die. I gotcha. Yeah, be glad for those opportunities, so that you could overcome the world. Okay. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then when you're going there to talk to your the, the big guy, except for whatever the deal, you know you're going there to deal with the sales deal, whatever uh-huh. it is, right? You're going there for that, but have, don't have no plan. Like I'm going there, and I'm gonna be tough. Yeah. And I'm gonna speak up, and I'm gonna get what I want. You tremble. You shake in your boots if that's what the ego is doing and just deal with it. And if the top man is yelling and carrying on, you just look at him yelling and carrying on. Wow, that's interesting. But, <laughs> but don't judge him. Don't think you're better yeah. or less. Just yeah. be. It'll blow your mind. You yeah, got to start facing this stuff and be in competition with no one. Be in competition with no one. Be jealous of no one. And don't be of uh, envy and strife and revengeful, because all that is ego.
7: Yeah.
0: It really not you.
7: Right.
0: At all. Right.
7: Mm-hmm. And
0: so, relax at work, and just take on what comes. And don't say what you will or will not do. Yeah. And I'm telling you, the real you would, the old you, the not you would disappear, and you would know the real you. But it must die. Yeah. It's not enough to just forgive. I used to think that all oh, you had to do forgive, right? When God took the anger away from me, I thought, oh, that's it, right? But the ego has to die. And mm-hmm. the power of God destroys the ego. It's not our power, but his power. It, because it's truly spiritual. So you got okay. to let, let that old mean person at work be mean. Let that old mean boss be mean. And mm-hmm. safe to tell you, oh, you got to go to work, that old mean boss again. <laughs> or Or... This old nasty person is going to be yelling at you. And this old woman I can't handle going to be there. And, and he'll try to prepare you to deal with it. Don't do it. But well, be glad to face it, meaning that you're not going to run from it. But don't judge it either. Have okay. no opinion. All right. And notice yourself being afraid or the temptation to be angry or whatever comes. Just watch it. And it's the seeing it that changes everything. The power mm-hmm. of the light. We'll change it. You know what I mean? We really don't have to do anything. But we got to learn to be still in all things. Anything that gets you angry is what you need to be facing. You don't need to be running from it. And you don't need to be blaming the other person, right? You need to be facing it. It's you with the problem. They have their problem too. They're going through the same thing. But when you get mad, it's your problem. It's not theirs. It's not the person who makes you mad. It's not the person who makes you feel good. Because people can make you feel good and bad, right? They love you one moment and they hate you the next moment. But it's not their fault. It's yours. Because if you overcome the ego, you wouldn't need that. I saw this first and then I come to you, all right? Yes. You actually answered my question just with responding. Oh, I did? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> right here. I hope this is helping a little bit, right? Now it sounds easy, but the ego death—it could be easy if we hadn't been already trained with ideas about things. We've been taught brainwashed. Everybody on earth been brainwashed, and and we have all these fake ideas. You can read the Bible and get an idea from the Bible about God. You really can, cause Satan will feed your mind about God. All thoughts are all lies all the time about anything. They are giving us titles. You have accepted the titles. I'm a doctor. I'm a lawyer. I'm a preacher. I'm a deacon. I'm a listener. That's not who you are. (laughs) I'm an alcoholic. I'm a drug addict. No, you're not. That's what you're doing as a result of being out in the wilderness, turned away from the Father. Mm -hmm. That's what you do. You're looking for peace. It's not who you are at all. Throw down the identity. throw them off, and have no identity. Now you can't make this happen on your own. Just so you know, right? If you gotta be still
1: and learn to be aware, watch. Okay. Uh, praise Jesus. Uh, I I think it's um it's interesting though when you're talking to her about work and you're going on farther about you know looking at you know, sitting in these feelings when you, you know, when you feel the world's attacking you or whatever. Um, but, you know, I, I realize as you're talking, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's like we have to be willing to sit, right, sit in it, face the storm, right, walk towards the problem instead of run from the problem. And again, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I'm understanding it as like in my own personal journey as, you know, those moments are important to killing the ego and at least for me i've experienced them in a positive light because when i have those moments and i sit in them um it allows me to see in the end right it allows me to see that that feeling whatever it was was the ego and it wasn't me even though it's like my problem to deal with right because i'm separating from that ego like we all are Um, I can see it in a moment, at least where I'm at now. I can see like clearly that's not you. That's something, that's that not you that you've been identifying with. And as soon as I can identify it and see it, it makes it all the more possible and maybe easier. It takes a little bit of the struggle out of um, going through it because you can understand that this thing that before, maybe a year ago, I'd get all caught up and twisted up in bunches about, well, I don't feel that way, but it's presenting itself. All that's mess. I won't even get into But being able to see it, um, and I've talked to Randy about this outside of church too, together. It's like being able to identify the not you and truly see that it's something that isn't yourself, whether you put a face on it or whatever, it helps a lot so that in those moments it's not, um, well, I got to be like Jesus. I better get up and leave right now because I want to be like I want to be holy. I want to be perfect all the time. Like when you're going through the ego, that's seeing that ego as the not you truly seeing it as not really who we are. Right. Uh, it, it, it is so helpful. And I, I maybe I got off the, the path of what I was trying to, the point I was getting to, but hearing you talk about it and saying like, face it um, and sit in it, it really connected that for me because when I sit in those things, it helps me to give, I don't want to say a face, but give something for me to identify when the not you is trying to creep back up into things. All right. Thank
0: you. Amazing. I want to. Who who don't understand what we, I'm talking about? You have any questions about it? Okay. Yes. And then I want to get to my biblical question. Uh,
5: <clears throat> so what I discovered about uh, what you, what you talked about. Um, is that uh I noticed in my life I was a a 50 or a 75% guy which means that you would what I would only be half your friend example I would only do things halfway Oh, I see I'd have reservations in my mind I'll only go this far and I was a 75% person and what I realized that I I was that way in everything and everywhere yeah. I I'll, I'll, I was like a halfway gambler you know and because yeah, when you're halfway gambling you already lost. You lost. You have to be all in, all the chips on 33 and uh and and risk it because uh that's where the reward is. Uh a halfway person is a nobody. Yeah. And so when I became all in, uh, I'm your friend 100%, the uh, do or die. I'm I'm going to I'm going to work on what I work, uh, my work 100%, I'm going to love what I do, I'm going to be on the side of love. I'm not going to be on the side of having anger or resentment. Uh, And even that, I discovered that if I have a a little bit of anger, like my next door neighbor, I had anger
0: you're still running from your neighbor.
5: Yeah. I, so you I mean, Alex all in there. Alex taught me that lesson, you know, that you can't have any kind of anger or resentment towards anybody because even in secret, when I kept it a secret, it still affected me. And so I yep. had to deal with the things on the outside, and I have to deal with my enemy right there. I have to deal with them. If not, this is going to affect something over here. So that's what I discovered about myself. Nice. Be all in. 100%. One of the things I
0: noticed about real love, you cannot hate. It's impossible to hate. Matter of fact, it's not, it doesn't even occur to you to hate when you're going through things. Because the real you, you really are not going, you're not going through anything. It's just not you that's going through it that feels like it's you. And it's impossible. When he said, love your enemy. You will love your enemy because you will see and know that they can't help him. You will see, you would just it's it's almost a weird, but not weird, it's nice. It's beautiful to see that. Ain't nobody no good. You don't know one good person on earth. Not one. Isn't that amazing? Isn't it like think about that? And you've been wandering around here thinking you knew good people, and you don't. Isn't that like mind blowing when you think about it? Daddy ain't no good. <laughs> Mama ain't no good. Grandma ain't no good. Your friends ain't no good. Your wife ain't no good. The husband ain't no good. The ones that are attacking each other ain't no good. It's hell on earth. <laughs> but you can live heaven. On earth, that's what's so amazing about it. And you don't have to go around bragging about it or telling anyone. You should, you would just oh. be it, and you don't even know that you're being it, because there's nothing to identify with. So you can never take credit for it, because you don't even know you're being it. It's only in the ego nature you think you're being something. I'm being smart. I know the truth. I know the word. And you're lying to yourself. You know nothing. And it's so interesting in that intelligence accept nothing or reject nothing. It has nothing to do with it. Isn't that like amazing? And you can live that way because Christ came and made it possible. And you can't be like Christ. You can't think that you're being like Christ. To think that you're being like Christ, the thoughts are coming from the devil. All thoughts are all lies all the time about anything. And again, like Raymond said, you're wicked to the core. We all are. That's why we must die, spiritually die. I know people who I've counseled with that were about to commit suicide because of what somebody thought and said about them. What do I do? I want to take my life. I'm like, what? Though I understand it? You got to face it. It's okay. Relax and go through it. They are doing you a favor. And the devil's telling you, oh, you've been shamed, you been you ain't no good, and, and you need to take your life. And you think that is you telling you that. You didn't create life and it's not yours to take. So the devil got you thinking that you need to take your life. What a mess, huh? What, a mess. what do you think about all this?
6: I'm not really thinking anything. I'm just oh, listening. Uh, yeah. Does it make sense? Yes.
0: It makes sense? Yeah. Right on. And so are you Are you doing a silent prayer? Yes.
6: Every morning, every night? Not all but most. I'm sorry? Not all but most. And, and why not? Uh, haven't suffered enough yet, I guess. Oh, are you're you not tired yeah. of suffering? Yeah. Just a little sprinkling of it. Oh. Yeah. Uh,
0: this is not going to happen until you... Learn to be still. It's in stillness that this happens, right? Because in stillness is where one place that Satan doesn't want you, and it's the perfect place that God wants you. He wants you to be still so he can take over, and he will take over. But you, the, the devil taught you out of not being still. Oh, nothing is happening. Oh, you're just sitting there looking silly. It's not working. You need to be praying out loud. You need to do it after work. Do it at work. You don't have time. You do have time. You have time for everything else. Right? Just notice the things you want to do, you have time to do them. Yep. But the thing that is important to you, you don't have time to do them. And then the devil make up excuses why you don't do it. You're still worshiping the devil. Anytime you listen to the, the voice, the imagination... That's why God said, bring every thought into captivity. Anytime you listen to the imagination, you're worshiping the devil. You're saying, praise Satan. Amazing. The the biblical question, what makes a hero?
6: I would have to say only God. Only God. If they do exist at all.
0: How does God make a hero? Uh,
6: I, I don't know. You don't, I don't believe in him. I guess is a start, but yeah. I'm sorry. Believing in him at, 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 is a start.
0: And so, why did you say only God can make a hero?
6: Because if someone else is sort of having an, a heroic effect, it, I mean, it couldn't be. It's coming through them, not from them. So.
0: Okay. Yeah. Amazing. What's a hero? What makes a hero? And again, this is not a test or anything. It's fellowship. It's to get you to know yourself, to know
1: thyself. Yes. Uh, I'd have to say, uh, 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 you know, a man, reliable, conscious, uh, common sense, basically on call. You know, just, um, for example, around your loved ones or or whatever. You just always righteous, trying to do the right thing.
0: Okay. Yes, ma'am. What makes a hero? Did you Did you guys think about this beautiful question this week? Oh, yeah.
13: I did. Okay.
0: Um, I think... I had Doug about it. He like, I don't know what, I forgot. I
13: think... Did uh, you say
0: you forgot, Doug? I told you. Oh, you told me what makes a hero? Yeah. Oh, I must have forgot. I mean, I haven't told you the answer, but you asked me what the question was. Oh, yeah, you did. You remember it. Okay.
13: Um comic books and studio, movie studios make heroes. Uh, I think they're fictional. I don't think heroes exist.
0: Comic book and
13: movie Com- comic books and movie studios make heroes like Superman, Batman and Spider-Man. Other than that I think that they're fictional, that they don't exist, that it's just a title. It, like you said about titles, is just another title that society puts on people.
0: So comic books... A movie hero movies make heroes?
13: The, yeah, oh, okay. th- those are what makes heroes. I don't think heroes exist. I think, like, for instance, if a firefighter goes and saves someone out of a burning building, people may say, oh, he was a hero. But he was doing what was in front of him. He was doing his job. And I've seen when... Um,
0: Have anybody ever told you that you are a hero? No. You've never been called a hero? No. So you've never helped anybody?
13: Well, <laughs> I'm sure I've helped anybody. People, no, not a hero. People have said other things to, about me, but not a hero. <laughs> but... Um,
0: I've been called every name but a hero. <laughs>
13: <laughs> but when uh, COVID was in full force, I noticed i drive by, like, hospitals, and they would have signs saying, heroes work here. And I really thought to myself... That's not true, like whoever works there work there because they're doing their job, not because they're a hero. So yeah, how do
0: you be a hero if you get paid? Yeah <laughs> If you're a nurse, and the Chinese virus come out, you've been trained how to handle it, right? Mm-hmm. What makes you a hero? They're like you get paid overtime if you are overtime.
13: Right. <laughs> so I think it's just a title.:
0: Oh, okay. Uh, what makes a hero?
9: The ego makes a hero. The ego? What yeah. do you mean by that? Like, um, it, like, it's the title thing. It's just a, the just a word, just the same way as your ego makes you a villain or it can make people a villain. So it's, um, let's see, I'm trying to figure out how to put it, but no. it's just your, the perception of someone, you know, you just made that person.
0: Is a fireman a hero when they stand down at the bottom of no. the fire and somebody throws a child out the window? No, that's so their you job. Catch the child. That's not a hero? No. Have you ever thought that was a hero?
9: Um, recently, I've said it in Joking, Joking that, you know, uh, Hero, there's some people that like the comic book thing that don't wear capes or heroes, but that's just joking. But before, you well, know, was younger, yeah. I would you think it was people hero. would be heroic by doing this or doing that. How can you be a hero if
0: you're a farmer and you're getting paid to stand there and let them throw the child out the window and you catch it? Right. <laughs> it's not like you're not going to get a check at the end you're of gonna the gonna week. You're going to get it regardless. <laughs> and, if, and if you don't get your check at the end of that week, you want to throw that <laughs> child back in the fire. <laughs> I risked my life for that child. <laughs> and where is my check? A hero would never complain. Amazing. Yeah. Nice. What makes a hero?
12: I don't really know, but the definition is courage and doing something of noble regard. Um, but I don't really know if there are actual heroes.
0: Have you been called hero before? No. And have you called anyone a hero? No. You never call anyone a hero?
12: No, I never... Liked the term, I guess. Growing up, I never saw anyone as a hero. How
0: about the chi- how about the nurse that saving the uh, COVID people, China patients?
12: No, I don't think that's a hero either. Uh,
0: <laughs> and they be and they be uh, <laughs> they make videos of the nurses dancing. <laughs> Look at these heroes. But that's
12: that's just inflating the ego to make yeah. them feel better about what they're doing. I think a lot of people choose certain career paths as well so that they can be seen as so great. Look but at me, look what I do. In the did. good old
0: days, you didn't call nurses and firemen hero. No. It was just a job.
12: Superman's I'm a, I, a hero, yeah. I,
0: I yeah, Superman was hero. Yeah, he's a superhero. Now Superman is weak. <laughs> so they can't even call him a hero anymore. But yeah. anyway, okay. Cool. Yes. Um
14: What makes a hero? Uh, Someone who's willing to stand alone, get to know themselves, and with God save themselves so that they can be the guide and example for others to then also be saved and save themselves.
0: Should a person... You're a hero. Should a person do that to be a hero? (laughs) I'm sorry? should, Should a person seek the father in order to become a hero or should they seek the father so their soul shall be saved uh-huh. one more time
12: <laughs>
0: what is the
14: real purpose of returning to the father um, so that you can be a son of God and by doing that and by showing that through working on yourself and knowing yourself that you are being saved through yourself. You're a hero for your own self with God, of course. But that is the example for other people to know that it's possible.
0: But once you truly overcome this stuff and you're free, would you think of yourself as a hero?
14: I would say anyone who is truly born again and is a son of God is now a fisherman of men. And that's the hero. Okay. Amazing. What the? (laughs) Like I said, you're a hero, Jesse.
0: Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What makes a hero? Hmm,
2: That's a good question.
0: Uh. That's why I I only have these biblical questions because I want, God said, think on these things, right? Don't think about what you're going to wear, what you're going to eat where you going to live, who your friends are, who you going to marry, and not marry, and all that crap. Think on these things, real things.
2: Y- yes? I think there are real heroes, and they are in sometimes fireman roles or police roles or whatever role. It could be any walk of life, really. Because it does take a certain type of person to run towards danger, as opposed to run away from it, right? They're, they and I'm not saying all firemen. No,
0: that depend on how much money you're making at work. But that's, let's say that, that you not, made ten dollars an hour. Yeah. And I made five dollars an hour. Who gonna run toward the fire quicker?
2: No, those firemen. Like, go,
0: Jesse. Go get.
2: Uh uh-huh, oh. You go. You make the ten dollars. <laughs> no, I'm playing. All I'm saying is that they weren't. They weren't. Made to be firemen. They weren't forced to be firemen. They chose to be firemen, right? People go into the military because they want to go to the military. Do you get paid to be in the military? You do. You get paid? Uh huh. Oh. So, but that don't, but, and I'm not saying that all military people no, are. I appreciate all, what you're saying. Go ahead. Can I finish? Go ahead. All, I'm not saying that all of them are heroes because some people do, you know, they, they, Somebody said it. They they take that job to because it it makes them look better or feel better or something like that. But but you there are people that have saved people's lives that didn't get paid for it. You know you hear about it. People jump. People somebody drowning and somebody jumping in after them and save that little kid or that person. To me, that's kind of like. A and hero. what made that? Let's say that they did not get. It wasn't money. Huh? It wasn't money. So I'm about to ask what,
0: what, the, what made that the non, the person that wasn't getting paid? What made them a hero? And they and they did something like that. The they, fact that
2: they to, to some degree the fact to some degree the fact that they went towards danger and you know they faced danger and dealt with it and helped somebody out of it.
0: And so if they do that, what make them a hero?
2: I mean, that's probably just a oh, word. Are you
0: saying to act yourself made them a hero?
2: Yeah. Okay. But not everybody that does. I, and I do think, look, 9-11, when, those, when everything happened in 9-11, those people were running to the building, running up the building to save people. That takes a, a certain type of person. And not everybody is built that way. And, and some of those would, some of those type of people, not all of them, but some of those type of people would do it with or without money.
0: Okay. And that's what makes the hero.
2: I think the, the act if, of. If there
0: are no wrong or right answers. This is fellowship. All right. So just relax. It's fellowship.
2: We'll fellowship in. I think the fact that <laughs> they are not yeah. thinking about themselves because once you see danger and you're trying to help somebody you could just look ah, I'm not doing that and you could be thinking about yourself right but they don't seem to think about themselves they may not be they may just see something and do it i don't think they really go through too much thought process i think that i don't know how to say it but I think that is the courageous part. That's the hero part. Okay. The part that they're not really saying, "Oh my God, I could do this and look great on TV." <laughs> I think that part is the hero.
0: Okay. Oh, amazing. This young lady want to respond to it in the black sweater. What makes a hero?
8: <laughs> Me. Um. So many things I've been thinking of as I'm listening to the discussion first thing I thought of was a hero um, is somebody that is that sacrifices that you know so usually there's a humility to that, and then there's been a lot of conversation about um, running towards the trouble instead of away from it and I remember when I was in a Bible study learning about that and how that's you know as a follower of christ you know we're told to fear not, so we don't run from situations and even you direct us to not run from our anger and just to rest in it. So all of that kind of has that element of hero, where you're you're just you, there's 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 no fear of it. There's no fear of destruction. So then, therefore, you know we're we're here to to be of service and to help other people.
0: Okay, amazing. Yes, ma'am. You want to answer the question: What makes a hero? Okay. What makes a hero?
7: They sacrifice themselves.
0: They sacrifice yourself? Nice. That's amazing. Thank you. I appreciate it. How old are you? Six. Nice. Amazing. Yes, sir.
11: I think uh, a hero is someone who is sincere. They know themselves. And regardless of what people say or think about them, they're going to do what they can to help uh,
5: whatever they believe in.
0: Okay. Amazing. Yes, sir.
5: So just as the six-year-old said, um, um, because I've thought about, you know, what is a hero. Um, A hero would never call themselves a hero. A hero would be some... uh, Somebody that that risks risks their life for somebody else. A hero is somebody like Christ. Um, uh, th- there is no greater love than a man to give his life for somebody else. And a lot of times, heroes die. Those those are those are true heroes. They have sacrificed themselves, just as the, the little girl said, sacrificed their own life to save somebody like else. Like what Doug said about
0: when they had to. The- the uh, attack in New York and the firemen went in there and risked their lives.
5: To,
0: to risk your, like your life? That, to sacrifice that an example?
5: Exactly. To, so, to okay. help someone or somebody in the Army. Uh, Audie Murphy. Uh, he was the old hero of World War Two, And Who? he, his, his name is Audie Murphy. Where's he
0: now? Where's you know, Audie
5: now? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, uh, You <laughs> dead? Did somebody say he dead? Oh, uh, so it's, no, guesses, but the, it's, notice, <laughs> it's a noticeable thing. He, but anyway, he, go ahead. He's alive and you can tell he is alive. No, when when he was alive afterwards, uh, he lived. And his his nature it looked to me in my opinion that his nature kind of changed. He was a, he was like a uh, a real heroic type uh of person, a real person. He's a hundred percent person, not like me. I'm so 57. what makes a
0: hero real fast?
5: Um. Uh, I don't know. Christ-like nature. You don't know? Christ, a you Christ-like nature. A Christ-like nature.
0: Okay. The young man in the blue want to respond. Oh, my goodness. <laughs>
4: um, well, I'm going to give an example of a hero that I was shocked. Long story that I, short. Okay. Um, I believe... Ukraine President Zelensky is a hero, and I'm shocked that I'm saying this, but he... But what makes a hero? He's got courage. Not uh, who
0: is a hero. What it, makes a hero?
4: He, he gets courage... Uh, to
0: beg for money? What's that? <laughs> you mean like when he's going around the country begging for money?
4: No, this oh. is like... Well, he's kidding. standing up to Putin. It's amazing. I mean... Uh, Like, he's unique. Uh, All the leaders in the world are crap. And then this guy, Zelensky, shows up and shows true courage. I'm going, I haven't seen a leader in the last 30 years that has the cojones. What makes him a hero? What makes him a hero? Like that lady said right there in the front, uh, courage, uh, ability to uh, stand up to evil, uh, to... uh, be uh, fearless or uh, overcome his own fears um, to become, I don't know, um, Christ like, I guess. Um, he, he definitely is a hero to me, and okay. I'm just like, I'm not even Ukrainian. So you
0: saying that he's Christ like?
4: He's, he's a, an exceptional in, individual.
0: Did you say he was Christ like? Yes. Would he, Christ cause that many death?
4: No, he hasn't caused any death. It's pure No, there was a question. Would Christ, sorry, would, would
0: Christ, Christ cause that many people to die in his own country? It's, it, he's fighting evil. No, 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 I ask you, would Christ do that? Would Christ? Cause that many deaths in his own land.
4: Leadership.
0: No, I ask you. Would, okay, what? a second. You say he was Christ-like. And because of time, I okay, need okay. A, a quick answer. Would Christ cause that many death in his own land upon his own people?
4: Oh, Christ doesn't do that. The devil does. Well,
0: how is he Christ like that?
4: He's fighting the devil. Oh. Who is Putin? Oh, I
0: got you. Well, I don't want to go political. Okay, in that's fine. I, yeah.
4: I mean I'm not I'm right. not Russian. I'm not uh, Ukrainian. No, I just want to know what makes
0: a hero. What's that? I just want to know what makes a hero. Courage?
4: Fearlessness. Uh, being exceptional, uh, running toward uh, danger, like uh, these firemen, policemen, whatever. He's just like a policeman, fireman on the world stage. Okay. Thank I mean, you. it's... Okay. He's amazing.
0: Amazing. Yes, Raymond.
10: A hero is a person who realized in the moment that a hero ain't nothing but a sandwich. He's a, <laughs> <laughs> it, he's just he doesn't every man just doing uh, what needs to be done nothing more or less
0: amazing
15: wow. did you have your hand okay what makes a hero a hero is somebody who does something for somebody else without expect, expecting anything in return okay thank you is this your first time
0: here yes sir uh, how did you find us I just walked
15: by, and I saw the sign that there's a church service at eleven, so I decided to come in. Welcome, thank Thank you, you. thank you. Um, Nick, what makes a hero? I
3: don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I heard. um, I don't know. You don't know.
0: I don't. Um, There's no such thing as a hero. People make you a hero by calling you a hero. Have you noticed that? And then when they get mad at you, you you're no longer a hero. No such thing as an illusion. Because when you help people, you you know, when you truly, truly help people for no reason at all, you expect nothing in return, you don't think of yourself as a hero. It's the people that make you a hero. They make you a hero, and they take the badge away from you, and you're no longer a hero. Just think about the football players and basketball players who they call hero. And then they find out something that they didn't like about the person. That person is no longer a hero. That person is a zero. (laughs) And you run around, oh, that's a hero. What a hero. And then you heard what somebody else said about them. They no longer a hero. It's an illusion. And then you walk around feeling like a hero because everybody said it. And then when you walk by and praise you, you really feel like a hero. And then you come back down the road, and they have changed their mind that you no longer, that ain't no hero, that's a zero. Now you feel like a zero. You got to watch out for the world. The world is a setup. A true a person that is really, really trying to be right and do right doesn't think of themselves as a hero because they know their help comes from God. They take no credit. They wouldn't even consider taking credit. And if you call them a hero, they don't want it. They don't accept that. Because they know that you can't see. It's not from them. It's from God. Anybody disagree with that? Oh, good. A lot of people. Let's start back here first. Yes. Me? Uh Did you disagree with that?
14: Yeah. Okay. Um. I know, I know it's not right to say it, and I know, you know, especially you don't like. Christ said, I'm not
0: good. No man is good. Only God is good. Why do you call me good? He would go around doing heroic things. And he didn't even want praise for it. Because he knew his help came from God. But the world go around praising, giving, and taking away, and you feel like it when they say it. It's easy to go on TV and beg for money, and people stand up and applaud you, give you dumps of money, and, and you act like you're fighting a war. Because if you had love, you would never have a war. That's why I ask, would Christ have done that, right? Christ had love, so there never was a war. He never caused a war. It was a spiritual battle. But if he had an ego, he would have started wars everywhere. It's all the... When you start to die from this ego, you're going to see you've been living an illusion about everything. It's an illusion. It's not real. Yes, go ahead.
14: Um, So, yeah. So the reason why I disagree is because... Like, when when you talk about when you were little and you would say, I always wanted to... Be a son of God. I always was like, I want to see what that's like. I want to see if that's possible. Right. Yeah. Um, And you said, show me the thunder or the lightning or, you know, that whole story. But you, but like you just told her earlier about, don't say you're going to be different. Just be different. And then you become a new example of the world. You're in it, but not of it. But you become a new example that there can be a different example of the world. Right. So the heroic spirit that comes through somebody who is showing that it can be a different world, we can have the heaven on earth, we can have that. To be that light and to be, not that you are, but the heroic light that's working through you or whomever, I'm using you because I said you, but whoever it is, that spirit is heroic, That is like why America loved Trump because it wasn't him, it was the spirit of the country that was lit up through that, through him or whatever. So all I'm saying is that the, someone to be an example of that spirit, um, is not only, I think, necessary, but it's, like you said, it just is. Regardless of if someone wants to accept it or not, well, what you don't
0: realize is that when the ego is dying and peeling away, there's nothing left for you to put a title to. There is nothing left that you can say or take credit for. It just is, and being that is, there's nothing, you know. And yet there's everything. It's life itself, right? But you cannot put there's nothing in you that will accept a title for it or you can put a title to it because you truly know that you had nothing to do with it. You had zero to do with it at all. It's just... And it'd be careful when I tell you this because Satan will it, so he'll tell you what it all means and blah, 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 right? All words are all lies. All thoughts are all lies all the time. So as you sit here and out there listening to this, don't let Satan tell you, oh, I'm going to be nothing now. I'm just going to be, I'm going to be ears. <laughs> <laughs> and you go around acting ears, right? And be as the craziest as doing up. It won't know you're crazy. So watch the, the thing that Satan tell you about it. Don't let him fill in the blank. Leave it empty. Let words go in one ear and out the other one. An intelligent mind, intelligent mind let words go in one ear and out the other. I don't care if they're Bible words or whatever kind of words. Don't hold on to them. You sit there, you watch it, you pay attention, but don't hold on to it. Because the devil will use it against you. He'll make you think you know and you don't.
14: All right, but go ahead. Just real quick. And but So, okay, but like when you tell people when uh, the devil... And God both have anger, and you say, "Well, what's the p- purpose of switching to God?" If right, God doesn't have anger. Right. So I'm just using that as an example. Oh, somebody and- called the show and said that. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. And you say it, you've said it here, and you yeah. know, but I'm just saying, if there's no point on switching, what's the, what will be the purpose of, like when you say we should be the light of the world, the salt of the earth, to be. Wouldn't you say that that is for us when we are born again and we are the light of the world, that is to exemplify as a example to other people, to, to show that it's a possible thing? Yeah,
0: it, I kind of know what you're saying, but it's really to point, if people see, like I was telling you a young lady when she's at work, don't call up and say, I'm coming back to work and I'm different now. You know, (laughs) I'm not going to be angry. I'm not going to be yelling at the customers. I'm not going to do this. I'm not. Don't do that. Just live your life. And those that seek it would see something in you. Because people know that they notice everything. Right? And they'll say, oh, there's something different about you. I remember when you left, it was hard to hang out with you. You were so nice, but I knew you were mean. But they'll see something different. Then she'll be able to just point them. But if she tells them that she's that way, then it's all ego. And the devil's gonna put her through it. And whoever she tells that to is gonna put her through it because they're gonna test her to see if she's really that way. Because they're evil. Right? There is no there's no true life has no meaning. It just is. It, it just is. It's neither up or down. It's neither happy or sad. It's neither angry or... It just is. And it really, really is. It's the kingdom of heaven on earth inside of you. And you're one with the kingdom. And you know in that kingdom it has nothing to do with you. You know it without knowing that you know, but you just know. You shall know God. God. You would know him. And knowing him is better than faith. Because to know God is amazing. So, but I understand what you're trying to say. I, I do understand it. All right? Thank you. Okay. Um, I got to end, but I'll get to it in a minute here. Brett, I hope that this, is, who else disagreed with that? Okay, I'll take this last disagreement, because I like disagreement. Well,
11: I think a hero is someone that knows themselves, so they don't have to be uh good. They can be bad. And if they know what they believe in and they do things to, to help their cause out, I think that's what makes a hero.
0: Okay. Oh, amazing.
11: Sometimes, you know, good or bad, whatever a hero is doing, you know, because you have perceived heroes. They'll try to, you know... Make you believe uh,
0: what a hero is, but, you know, I have my own uh, beliefs. Can you imagine knowing that there's no such thing as a hero? Just imagine living like that. And that doesn't mean, like, when you use the fire thing, you you appreciate what people do to help. It's like, wow, that was deep. When somebody go in to save a life or, or help a hand or something. But all this hero mess ain't heroes.
11: Well, I, I think someone who knows what they believe in and, and they're able to do things to, to help out their cause. And well, whether good or bad, you know, they're changing things. So I, I feel like that's that's heroic. Okay. So it doesn't have to be good or bad, in my opinion. Should be, uh, that's just what I think. You know?
0: Okay. Amazing. I can't, uh, if I let you answer that, I let Frankie answer that. somebody else. <laughs>
2: right, right. Let them do it. Well, go ahead no go ahead
0: alright so I hope this helped today really pay attention to you alright and give everybody else the finger <laughs> pay attention to you and you should know everything around you you're going to start seeing everything for what it really is even movies I see movies different now I've never seen them in the depths that I can see them now it's crazy Oh, I, I, I missed all that before. I didn't, the movies are just like the people. The same evil that's in you is in the people that are acting and it's no different. The world is evil and it it's the people of the world and Christ came that we may change. You should, when you are up and down, you're worshiping the devil. That's not you. It's evil. When you try to get something from someone, you're evil. People, they don't have it to give it to you. Nobody has anything. Daddy don't have it. Mama don't have it. And when I say forgive your father and mother, you're only forgiving them so you can return to the father, to God's, because you're never going to have peace. And mama drag you down. And daddy would, daddy tend not to follow their children around and make them feel responsible for them. It's the mother that does it. It's not like the mother love you. Mama don't love you. Mama's is setting you up to take care of her. And now you walk around taking care of Mama, hating her. And in your mind, you think, why don't she just go and die? Lord, I ain't going to take care of her tonight because she's put guilt on you. I prepared to do that when I was growing up. My grandparents, and I was close to them. But they never made me feel like I needed to take care. As a matter of fact, they didn't want you to take care of them. When my grandmother got old, her kids wanted her to move and stay with them. And she was like, no. She was living in that house by herself down in Alabama. And they finally convinced her, okay, come up to Indiana and we'll let you stay at her. They built these big apartment buildings for senior citizens. And, and each senior citizen will have their own apartment inside the building. That's the only way that she agreed to come. But that has changed, too. The world is evil. But anyway, take a look at yourself so that you, and be honest with you. Don't tell, you ain't got to tell everybody out there, but at least inside of you, be honest about what's going on. And it's, uh, and that's the truth that will make you free. Telling everybody else your business ain't going to make you free. It's going to put you in bondage, right? But be honest to you and know the truth and the truth will make you free, what's going on. Do the silent prayer. Stay with it, stay with it, stay with it. I don't care what anyone else does, you be still and know God. All that hoover and hollering, carrying on, if you want to do it, do it. But after you're done, be still and know God, all right, and watch those thoughts. Don't hold anything against anyone. Become your own man. Become your own woman. I have an amazing question for this week, amazing one. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of yourself when you're judging others? What do you think of yourself when you're judging others? Let me ask the first time. What do you think of yourself when you're judging others? you me? Well, oh, yeah, oh. man. Be Hi. I think we all have. No, what do you think of yourself?
15: Will you judge someone else? I don't really have the power to judge anybody else. So you never judge anyone? However, if somebody does something wrong, then something is... It, if, some, if somebody does something wrong, it's okay to think or say to that person that you're doing something wrong. Um, and vice versa. Because okay. I am not perfect. And I'm bound to do something even wrong today, even though if I don't want to, in fact, everybody in this room, we will do something wrong because we are all imperfect. Okay. That's what I think. And um, I um, okay, I don't think that... Do you have anger? Do I have anger? Do you have anger? I do.
0: You do. And how did you become angry? What ma- Stupidity of people.
15: I'm sorry? The stupidity of people. So... I'm other sorry to stupid, call it like that. <laughs> I didn't mean to say. Other it, but stupid it, people made you angry. Well, uh-huh. you know, if if this if, uh, well, uh, you know, people, as you say, are evil, and they are going to do things to you, sometimes pop, on purpose, and um, that makes you angry. Sometimes it makes me angry. I do not love to be angry. I do not like to be angry. I do not. I, you I want to overcome have... your anger? Excuse me? You want to overcome anger? The Bible
0: says be angry and sin not. Do you want to overcome angry anger? I don't know. You don't know if you want to overcome it I or don't not? Know. I don't were know. You, when you're ready to overcome it, let me know and I'll tell you how to overcome it.
15: Do you, Can you tell me? Yes. How? Can you answer it? Forgive please? your mother. Forgive my mother? Yeah.
0: You became like your mother when she imposed her will on you. And you forgive her. She couldn't help it. You know how you can't help yourself and you get mad at stupid people? Yeah. Your mother couldn't help herself and she imposed that on you as a kid. And so you have her identity. And if you forgive her for doing that to you and forgive your father, you can overcome. The spirit of anger will be taken away from you. I don't. I don't have anything against my parents, and they—they're not right. alive anymore. Well, just hold on to it then until you're ready. But when you're ready to see that you do resent them,
15: go and forgive them. But don't do it until you see it for yourself. All yeah. right. I don't resent my parents, though. Okay. I don't resent them. I—I I miss them. You miss them. <laughs> I miss them. Oh. Yeah. How old are you? I'll, I'll be turning fifty in, on Wednesday. Fifty. Yeah, five zero. And you still miss your parents? Well, my mother was taken away by death, of course, uh, when I was ten years old. She was taken away. Yes, yeah, she, she she died oh. when, I was, when I was ten. Oh, she, yeah. amazing! Yeah. So you miss her? Uh, yes, I do, but I don't often think about her because she wasn't in my life that very long. Where's your she, daddy? My dad passed away too, about oh. eight say about eight years ago. Amazing. Yep. Yeah. You don't look fifty. I don't look fifty. Black don't crack. Oh <laughs> <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> I want you I want to encourage you to do this. I have a little silent prayer I want you to do because of time, we're out of time. But I want you to do that. You give it a try where you can be still, let God take over. And he'll show you what's really going on with inside of you. All right? And uh we we're here every Sunday morning, so feel free to come. Thank you. All right? Um Oh, Doug, you wanted to answer that. Answer what? I did. what do you think of what do you what do you think of yourself when you're judging
2: others? When I'm <laughs> judging others, I think I'm way better. <laughs> Amazing. Is this your first time here? Yes. What do you
0: think of yourself when you're judging other people?
12: I don't intend to judge other people. I'm sorry? I don't intend to judge other people.
0: But when you are doing it, what are you thinking about yourself?
12: I don't have an answer for that.
0: So you just judge them without thinking, well, I'm better, I'm this, I'm that? No. Do you think you just like them or worse?
12: No, I don't make a judgment.
0: So you don't make any judgment on yourself, you just judge somebody else?
12: I don't judge other people.
0: You don't judge other people? No. You have never done that.
12: Well, I've known the Lord for
0: speak up for me de-
12: dec- decades. So what now? I've known the Lord for decades, so I don't have some of the tendencies you're talking about.
0: Have you ever judged before you knew the Lord?
12: I don't know. I was a teenager then.
0: Oh, so you knew the Lord since that you found the Lord when you were a teenager. Yes. And you have not judged anyone since you were a teenager.
12: I don't think that way.
0: You don't live that way.
12: I don't think that way.
0: You don't think about judging people. Right. That's amazing. Since you were a teenager.
12: <laughs> right.
0: Amazing. Is this your first time here? Yes. Oh, how did you? What's your name? Your first name. What did he ask? Your first name. Maureen. Maureen. How did you hear about us?
12: My niece.
0: Oh, your niece brought you?
12: Uh-huh.
0: Right on. Well, welcome. Any questions about anything? No. Nice. Well, make sure you come back. We're here every Sunday, all right? <laughs> and uh, and Thursday nights, the third Thursday night for ladies only. And first Thursday night for men only. All right? Well, thank you for coming, Maureen. I appreciate it. So we're totally out of time. Thanks for your tithing and offering. Get on that straight and narrow. Now, it's not going to be easy. Only because you have identified with the wrong self. All right? If you had never done that, it would be easy. It would be easy. But don't give up. No matter how hard it gets, no matter if the world turns against you, be willing to stand alone. God is with you. You just don't know it yet, but he's with you. Thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate it. Thank you all for coming. Amazing.
3: Um...